Welcome to the Ben Wood Johnson Podcast. You can visit Dr. Johnson's blog at benwoodpost.com. Dr. Johnson's works can be found at drbenwoodjohnson.com. You can also support Dr. Johnson on Patreon, the link to which is in the description. Welcome to the Benwood Johnson Podcast. Uh, today is July 13th, 2020. This is podcast number 51. Uh, one more time, ladies and gentlemen, I'm happy to have you back with us uh, for another episode uh, about philosophy. But today we are continuing on our path to sort of lay out the danger um, the implications of the term anti-racism. I have talked about this concept extensively uh, to tell you that it is uh, a very uh, dangerous way of, of looking at racism in America. I think racism is much more complex than a hashtag on social media. I think racism is much more complex than just saying, well, you need to call out racism when you see it. Uh, because we are all racist to some extent, or we all have a tendency to behave in such a way. And the concept of anti-racism uh, sort of pits people against each other. Uh, it's this understanding that, you know, this group is superior, therefore not racist, and that group is inferior, therefore racist, and we, as the superior group, need to call those who are racist out. I think this is a very dangerous way of looking at the concept. It's a divisive way of looking at an important problem in society, and I think it is important to re- consider our approach to what racism is and who racists are. So without further ado, let us delve right into it. I want to mention here is the idea of being an anti-racist. The term anti-racist, it's a fallacy. And it's also a dangerous term. Every time you hear somebody says anti-racist or anti-racism, you have to step back and try to understand what is that person really saying. Because the person is saying something else. He's saying something far dangerous than what you hear. Because you see, the term anti-racist suggests that you have to stop racist. Or whoever is racist, you need to stop that person from being a racist. Who's not racist? That's the fundamental question you should ask whoever is putting that idea. Who is not racist? You? Therefore, you have, a, you have an obligation, a duty to stop somebody who is racist? Is that what that means? But that's where the fallacy is, and that's where the danger is as well. Because you see now, you are asking the individual to turn against himself, to turn against his fellow human beings. Because you see, racism is not something that one person decides to do out of the thin air. 
As I suggested initially, you cannot be a racist unless there are conditions within society that makes it possible for you to act that way. But inherently, we are all racist. Because what is racism? The concept of racism, what does it mean? Racism, it's a behavior based on race. The suffix, the ism, it implies a way of being. It implies a behavior. A worldview, an understanding of one's state of being in the world. So when we say racism, it's a behavior based on race. Now, the biggest question we have to ask ourselves now is, what is race? How do you define race? Now, a few years back, I remember having a conversation with a a very good friend of mine. And he was suggesting that uh, there are different races on the planet. And uh, and I remember saying to him that, what do you mean different races? And he said, well, we have black people, we have white people, we have whatnot. I'm like, no, that's how race is. There's only one race. A race is a breed of people. It's a, it's, a, it's a breed of entity. It's a breed. It's called a race. There is the human race. That's all there is. Now, within that human race, there are nuances. There are phenotypes. Different kinds of people within that race. But every person is part of the human race. So, so long as you are a person, you are part of the human race. And therefore, the concept of racism applies to you as it applies to him or her. What that means is that if Joan is racist, so am I. Because I am a human being, Joan is a human being, whatever Joan does, I can do it too. Now, I might not be prone to do it because of this, that, that. For instance, because of my education, because of my upbringing, because of where I'm living, because of my social conditions, because of my financial situation. So I might be less prone to do this. But that doesn't mean I couldn't do it. Everything a human being can do, every human being can do it. So when you're talking about racism, it is a behavior based on race, then therefore everybody is a racist. Or at least everybody could be, everybody could as a racist so when you say being anti-racist you're saying being anti-human being that's what you're saying that's what it means because now it implies that there are certain people that are not of that type therefore when you see them you call them out and that's where the danger is because now you see there is a tendency to see racism as a black and white thing like you know the white person is racist and the black person is not a racist right I'll bet you, there are racists everywhere. Racism has nothing to do with skin tone. Racism has nothing to do with skin color. If you see racism from this angle, you're blind. You don't understand what racism is. Racism is a human thing. We are all racist. We all have a tendency to behave that way. And we all do, at some point in our lives, behave that way. So therefore, racism is not it's not an, an individual thing. It is a collective thing. We all we all have it. So when you hear the term anti-racist, you have to st- sort of step back and try to understand what's going on here. So what do, what do you mean anti-racist? What I've seen is that there are uh, simplified versions of what the term anti-racist means. Uh, I'm not going to go in detail in all of them here. But what I've seen, at least the most common I've understood, is that 
being anti-racist is just to speak up when you see racism occur. Okay, that's that's what I've heard. That is the one of the most common theme out of that term. Now the problem with this term is that again, it is based on a, a particular worldview, and that particular worldview again to say is that black people are not racist and white people are racist. So when you see a white person does something to a black person that is, from your vintage point, racism, then you call that person out. But when you see a white person does something racist to another white person, then that's not racism. Or when you see a black person does something or treats another black person in a way that is racism, at least could be racism, that's not racism, then do nothing. That's what anti-racism is. And that's why it's a fallacy. It's a fallacy. It's a laughable, it's a ridiculous understanding, it's a ridiculous notion, okay? You cannot be anti-racist so long as you are a human being. Because anti-racism implies a certain superiority, a certain capacity to be better than the, than the other. Therefore, you have this responsibility, this obligation to do something about it. Now, to me, that's, that's not what racism is. Racism is, is much more complex than, than a hashtag on so, social media, okay? Racism is profound. Racism is when society allows its members to behave a certain way. It's, a, it, it's when society makes it possible for members of society to live certain things, certain, certain realities that they shouldn't. Like, there's no need for you to be anti-racist. There ought to be specific laws that outlaw, that prohibit certain conducts, certain behavior. Now, it doesn't matter whether the person is white or whether the person is black. You see? To me, there's no need for you to be anti-racist. You need to have a society that embraces humanity. We have to have a society that embraces equality, not equality in terms of Joan has it, I should have it. No. Equality in terms of if Joan could have it, so could I. In other words, if Joan can have a job, I should be able to have a job the same way. You see, if I apply for a job, if I try to get something that Joan has, I shouldn't be denied the same thing Joan has simply because I happen to look differently than Joan. And even if I look like Joan, society shouldn't allow a black man to do something to another black man just because he can. It shouldn't allow that a white man does something to a black man just because he can. We should have a society that is sensible, a society that values human lives. Yes, I understand the, 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 the connotation of, of anti-racism, the, the, at least the, 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 the idea behind the notion, but it is also divisive. Anti-racism is like you're asking the, the citizen to, to, to be against his, his fellow citizen. That's what you're doing. Anti-racism is like you're telling the black person it's okay to start calling out white people for things that you, as a black person, deems racist, which may or may not be. Okay? So I think it is important to understand those nuances because we, if we're going to talk about racism in society, if we're talking about racism in terms of the injustice that has been done to a certain group of people, especially black people, and I myself, I'm a victim of racism, and right now I'm talking to you, and it's because I'm a victim of racism, that's why I have the time to talk to you, that's not what I wanted to do with my time, I had other plans in my life, 
But because, I, because of racism, I'm here. And I always say to my children, I'm sitting on my hands. There's absolutely nothing I can do against the racism that I'm facing every day in my life. I can only speak up. You know? Find a way not to let my talent go to waste. Yes, I am a victim of, of racism. But I've been, I'm a victim of it not only from the white person. I've been, I've, I've been victimized by racism from the black man too. From the Latino, I've, I've been victimized by racism. From the Indian guy, I've been victimized by racism. Oh, everybody has been racist to me. And I, I don't know how many times I have been a racist to them. I don't know how many times I've done something to somebody and the person looks at me and is like, wait a minute, what the hell did this just do to me? How many times have I done that? So the idea that we have to call out racism, it's a decisive way of looking at the concept. We don't need no vigilante anti-racist in America. It's like you're just putting the shoe on the other foot. What do you think white people are most likely or most likely to do racism against black people? It's because they think you need to call out every black man who does this and that. That's what they think. If you're going to tell the black man to do the same thing, then you're asking black people to be exactly the way black white people were against them. So you have to understand the, the implications of this concept anti-racist. We cannot allow people to do that in the society. We have to have laws. If we're going to have a society of laws, then let's have laws that makes it fair to the extent that it can be fair. See, we understand the job of the police is to be brutal. Then don't give him a reason to be brutal. And if the police officer were to be brutal when he was not supposed to be brutal, then let's have rules that take care of that officer. We shouldn't have rules that make it possible for police officers to do violence and not having to pay the consequences for that violence. It's not okay. It is not okay to just start doing things to people and get, get away with it. If we live in a society, we have to make it fair for everybody. At least we need to try. That should be our goal. To make it an even playing field for everybody. Jones should not be treated differently because he happens to be black. And Jonas should not be treated differently because he happens to be white. If we're going to do that, then that's racism in one way or another. Now, whether or not we're going to fix an injustice by doing another injustice, if that's the road we want to take, then we're going to come back to this discussion 20 years from now. We have to look at racism as a natural problem within society. It's a human problem. We all have a tendency to behave that way. And when we do, we have to have rules in place. Again, there are certain things that happen to people and their interactions among each other that are sort of expected. Um, my point is that we all have a little bit of racism in us and sometimes we behave in such a way and we, we do things to each other. And I think we have to be careful not to make it possible for racism to take place in a different name um, by different people. Yes, there's an injustice against black people. That injustice must be corrected. It cannot continue, right? But the answer is not to make it possible for black people to bully others, okay? And I think that's where we sort of like, we have to be at, make, draw, draw a line, okay? We, we cannot fix an injustice with another injustice. Because how many white people that are going to be labeled racist when whatever they did to that black person, they could have done to another white person, right? So how many black persons who are not going to be called racist 
when they did to somebody or another black man the same thing that if a white man had done to him, the whole world would have stood and goes, that's racism. Right? So we have to be careful not to mix those together. Because when we do that, we miss the point. We miss the whole, the, mo- the mo- whole opportunity we have today in America to change the narrative, to change the status quo, to change the, the paradigm, if you will. America is a racist country. That's because Americans make it possible, the system makes it possible for racism to thrive. Of course, you could argue that uh, capitalism, all the, you know, all these things in society makes it possible. But it is a country that is um, that that has a predominantly white population. Therefore, it is ex- it is very likely that white people are going to behave a certain way towards people of color or people of, of African descent that are going to be perceived and perhaps be racist, right? So that doesn't necessarily mean that every black or every white person uh, deserves to be treated either this way or that way. So I think it is important not to sort of, you know, look at this from this paradigm, like we're going to fix an injustice with another injustice. We have to be careful. The concept of anti-racist, it's a divisive rhetoric. It's a divisive uh, device that sort of makes it possible for racism to change from who was the victim um, to for who is going to be the perpetrator. Um, there's no need to have racist vigilantes. There's no need for that. If the person, if a person does something that sounds racist to the extent that it is racist to the persons who is living it, then yeah, there are certain ways for that person to sort of take actions. You know, either you file a complaint. Um, you know, we have. You know, there ought to be a mechanism that makes it possible to solve these issues. Uh, because in the past, when you say, "Hey, that's racism," people are likely to dismiss you, especially white people. White people sort of don't want to talk about racism, right? And black people sort of like everything is racism, right? So that makes it like sort of almost impossible to fix the problem because white people are on the defensive and black people are, the off- are on the offensive, right? So it's not making, there's no atmosphere, no climate to fix the problem, and the problem is real. Because more often than not, racism is sort of, it, it has it has tangible consequences. And I said in the beginning of this podcast that I have lived it. I'm living it at this very moment, right? At this very moment, I'm living in America, and racism is, is, is all around me. In fact, I, I'm just waiting for the opportunity to go home. I, I'm waiting for that. You know, and most likely I'm not going to be in America by, by 2022. I'm not going to be here. You know, it's very unlikely that I'm going to be in this country by 2022 because I am living this level of racism that I'm like, no, I'd rather go back where I come from. Um, you know, as Trump once said, and again, I just wrote a book about that, but I'd rather go back where I come from than to live this, 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 this reality, this place where I'm living, like I'm living in an environment where my humanity has absolutely no value. Home, I know who I'm dealing with. When when a police when a police at home pulls a gun at me or he tried to mistreat me, I know I'm dealing with a brute. Here in America, the brute is sort of hidden by society. The brute is hidden by the system. So at the end of the day, I'm gonna feel like I am the brute when I was the victim of, of brutality, right? So I'd rather go back home where I know who I'm dealing with than to be here in America where somebody's pretending to serve and protect me when in fact that person is the element of brutality. His job is to do violence against me. And I'd rather be somewhere I know I'm in the middle of where, you know, violence is violence and I'm, I'm going to fight and defend myself. And then here, here you can't defend yourself. Here there's no defense for you. 
Okay, so I think it is important to understand those nuances. You know, police brutality, racism, uh, you know, whatever. Sure, those are different things that you have to understand uh, from different concepts with different lenses. Uh, you know, but but don't put them in the on the same basket because they're different. Yes, they they come from different societal mindset, but the idea is that these are. The same thing that's, I think, mistaken. We need to see racism as something that we all have in us at the same time. It is not necessarily something that we can stop. Uh, it is not something we can eradicate. We can live with it. We can find a way to mitigate it. But we cannot stop racism as so many people think that it is possible. The idea of anti-racist, it's a, it's a divisive instrument. And I would strongly suggest that we rethink that idea. That the idea of being an anti-racist is, is, is it's a fallacy. It's going to create more problems than it's solved. I think we need policies, we need laws that take into account that when somebody says what you did to me is racism, then give them a chance to prove it. Don't dismiss the person. Yeah? Don't dismiss the person. Again, going back to my example, they have done so many things to me in America that they are, the only way I can explain it is racism. But I cannot. Because if I if I were to take somebody to court and say, okay, so and so did something to me, that whatever that person did was racism. What what's the judge gonna say? What evidence do you have? That's what the judge gonna say. Okay. And at that point, it's like, well, I, I can't I can't give you any evidence because what he did is, is it's a, it's something that I feel, you know. So I think we need to have laws that sort of take or at least consider that sometimes certain behavior. Certain things that somebody said, some things somebody did, uh, are not something that could be provable uh, in a tangible way. But as a society, we have to have a way to mitigate those, you know. And we have a certain way. We look at the we look at the totality of the incident, the totality of the event, or the totality of what happened, and try to figure out okay, who's responsible for what, and and to do what degree the person should be held accountable for what he or she did. If we're going to look at racism as an individual thing, then we are doomed to repeat racism. Uh, at least we are doomed to change the victim from, at least change from victim to perpetrator. So the person who today, usually black America, who is going through a very... Uh, a level of racism, a level of human indecency, then if, if we allow black people to have the capacity to do the same thing to white people, I guarantee you, yeah, there's going to be racism from every corner of the world. So we need to find a way to mitigate that, and at the same time, we have to be sensible in the way we address it, okay? Otherwise, racism is never going to go away. <laughs>